0: <laughs> hey, hey James, I just, before we get started, I gotta tell you something that happened, I, you're gonna love happened to me on the way over here. On today. the way over? Yeah. All right. Okay. So we talked about this before about the insane, crazy drivers since uh, the pandemic, right? I mean, yeah. everybody knows there's hardly any police on the roads and so people are just maniacs. And so I'm doing the normal thing where you're on the highway and there's merging, right? And what are you supposed to do? And when the road merges, what are you supposed to do?
1: When you're merging or being merged into? Either way. Because I have very specific thoughts on this. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Well, I believe in some of this, I haven't checked Arizona, so I don't know about Arizona, but many states have a law that that says if you have your signal on, people are obliged to let you in. Okay. You got that? Yeah. I got that, people.
0: If what? I have my goddamn signal on, let me in. So, from this is always my feeling about the merge. It's card to the right, card to the left, card to the right, and you oh, slowly zipper. merge together. The zipper. What do you call it? Zipper. Yeah, the zipper. Yes. I've never heard of that. I've never heard that, but that's exactly what I'm talking about. So, there's always that one guy, or maybe two guys. And I shouldn't say guys, it's, sometimes it's women, but it tends oh, to- Oh, it's my, always guys, come on. Of course it is, of course it is. So, the, you know, mer, like fly past you into the merge and then try to get two cars or even three cars in between, you get your chance to merge, all right? So, here I am, I'm merging, and this whole word merge sounds kind of provocative. But the, <laughs> man, what is wrong with you? I don't know. Any- I, that is a mystery that many have tried to solve. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so we're driving and this car flies like right next to me. I can tell he's trying to get over and I'm not doing the, I'm going to go faster than you and not let you in thing. That's not my thing. I'm like, if it's that important, help yourself.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that is a good but attitude I'll, to take.
0: Yeah, I think so. But this is what happened. All of a sudden he gets like right on my nose and all of a sudden, whoop! he just backs right off. I'm like, Oh, I have hope for humanity. I'm like, okay, all right. So he got it that this was murder. It was obviously my... No, that's not what happened. I look in my rearview mirror to see where he eventually went in. He had a cop with lights on him. Oh. (laughs) And I was like, okay, there is a God.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, at least it's nice to know that happened at least once in the universe. (laughs) Anyways. The the other thing is... um, I, you know I try to be nice about it you know it doesn't matter really who's if someone gets in front of me or doesn't get in front of me in the end it's a couple of, it's a second maybe later later to my destination than otherwise would have been uh but don't don't go up against me and emerge <laughs> Cause I know I I am so much better at geometry than you are. (laughs) Really, I people. This is the sad thing. People desperately try to block me out when there's clearly, you know, I'm not trying to get in. This is just my turn to get in. And if I have the geometric advantage, you
0: can't do anything about it. What do you mean by geometric? If you have the if you
1: have the angle, the guy who is emerging usually has an angle. If he gets his nose ahead of yours, it's over. Just let it go. Right, right,
0: right, right, right. No, no, no. You you can you
1: can try. To keep going forward, but, the but you're gonna you're gonna your, drive
0: into me. <laughs> the quality of your car has a lot to do. with I, I like who my gets car. Priority.
1: Okay, I like my car. No one respects my car because it's it's about three pounds, which is understandable. <laughs> Thing is, though, I don't care. Geometry is my god, and I will go where it
0: tells me to go. <laughs> so I used to, I used to drive. A, what we most people would call scary man fan. Do you remember that scary man? What man? the white one? The white you was I can't remember. the no, Ford. no you're right. You're right. It's not
1: Euro, but it's the the Ford something,
0: Econoliner. Actually, it was a Chevy. Oh. Well, the thing is with Chevys, and uh, I should say, the thing is with Chevy vans is that right above the mirror on the outside of the car, above the glass, I'm sorry, the rear view mirror on the outside above the glass, they always rust. Look around. You'll see... Any van that's probably over, I don't know, six years old will have a little rust spot. And then once it starts hitting to the 15 years, it's a triangle uh, above it saying, hello, I'm a Chevy van. (laughs) (laughs) And the rest of the car doesn't rust. It's almost like somebody goes on every car and nicks it right in the same spot so that rust starts there. I don't know what the deal is with whatever machine they use Mm -hmm. to paint all those vans. They're like, you know what? We're going to leave this one little (laughs) spot Anyways, and so that van had that rust spot. And then, of course, being a white van on a main street where I used to park it, periodically kids would throw rocks at the back window. Why? Um, well, in my neighborhood, it's it's very, at least it was a very blue collar neighborhood. And so many, many years ago when I first moved to it, I used to like patrol the neighborhood of hoodlums.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, so these aren't just the kids. These are the kids you've been harassing.
0: I shouldn't say harassing. I should say <laughs> I letting them know that being up at one o'clock in the morning with cans, of spray paint, it's, uh, with cans of spray paint is is not going to fly with me around.
1: Well, I'm curious now. How did you harass people or the kids?
0: Okay, with so, their spray cans. Um, I moved in my neighborhood because it was reasonably priced, and I'm as you know, I'm a very thrifty guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and so, um. But I still wanted to live in a nice neighborhood. So um, I'd see kids or, you know, thugs walking up and down my street. And so the first thing is I used to walk my kids around the neighborhood all the time when they were babies and strollers with my mm-hmm. wife. And we do that whole thing. And I think that set out a pretty nice, this is a family neighborhood message. But as you know, I don't, I don't sleep very much. So I get up at like one o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning. I might be finishing up a project I'm working on. And so I would sit up you know, walk outside and there would be the kids, you know, on the corner sitting down with, you know, maybe a, you know, marijuana or maybe they got some bottles of beer, whatever, you know, bottles of marijuana, bottles of marijuana. Anyways. So I would just walk up and say, Hey, what's going on now? The part that I just left out is that when I work out of my house on a project, I'm usually wearing my boxers and a (laughs) t-shirt Also, when I lived in that neighborhood, I didn't have this nice, tidy haircut that I have now. It's oh. not so tidy, but... Were you the golden god back then? No. Oh. When, I, when I started the family, I went businessman. I cut my hair short uh, and everything. But when I first moved to that neighborhood, wait, wait. I, I, I was still the golden lock guy.
1: Oh, okay. I was going to say... Did I mess it up? No. Well, I was going to say you went from golden god to
0: cop? Kind of. But you're right. So at the, when I first moved to that house, you're right, I did have pretty long, crazy hair. So some guy in boxers with a white t-shirt with long <laughs> wavy hair at one o'clock in the morning would be confronting these kids asking him, Hey, what's going on? That tended to make them not come back to that area again.
1: Well, it's also, it's not, you were probably, you were probably more like a Christopher, like,
0: Hey man, what's going on? Yeah. Cause you have a certain way of speaking. You're, you're right about that. But I leave that voice behind after about midnight. <laughs>
1: What what kind of, what? If I was, imagine I'm a hoodlum,
0: all sitting right. on the corner. Okay, come up to me. Uh, now or back then. Back then. Okay. Hey. <laughs> yeah, man. What's up? Uh What's going on here? i uh, just
1: you know chilling. Yeah.
0: That's it. That's all I have to say. Man, and, they, and now uh, we just stare at them.
1: I, I think you I think you're, watering it down.
0: No, 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 no. I, I first, I, I'd always be fairly polite. I wouldn't say, if they did start a conversation. I wouldn't, you know, start bashing on them. I would just be very quiet and stare at, stare at yeah, them see in the eyes. Yeah, that's, yeah,
1: that's the thing we can't really convey, is your loomingness. Yeah, your ability <laughs> to, to loom over someone. <laughs> it is funny though that, um, you know, because I'm a little bit the same. I'm protective in my neighborhood, and my na- and my neighbors are too, uh, except for the former drug dealers who are now gone. Um, Maybe that's why they're gone. Anyway, I had a couple of instances like that. And the pandemic has been obviously bad for everybody. There is one glimmer for us in that we have a high school just down the street from us. And during the year, during the school year, we have, you know, we're overrun by kids in and out of school and parking on our street, which I don't have any problem with that. It's it's open parking, no problem. It's just that some of them get a little rowdy uh, when they leave and they'll do donuts in my street oh. and I go up to them and I tell them not to do that and the funny thing is you know I've only I think I've only had to confront one person about the donutting issue other issues have come up but he did a donut in his stupid truck white truck I don't remember his Chevy Ford and he pulled up and he was talking to his friends and I'm really pissed off because he just did a donut in the on the corner of my street and I walk up to him and I'm trying to keep a lid on my anger but I'm
0: what time it of- what oh, This
1: is, you know, three, 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 three oh, okay. thirty 3, in the okay. afternoon. Okay. This is right after school. Oh, in the afternoon. Yeah, this is right after school. All
0: They're right. getting
1: out from school. These are high school kids. And I, I get up there and I and I don't remember exactly what I said, but I said it in an angry, but not completely furious, lost my shit kind of way, you know, not to do that. And the funniest thing was this kid is a big kid. He's like, he could have, I don't know if he's a football player, but he could have been. He's way bigger. Probably got a hundred pounds on me
0: and he won't even look at me. Oh, the whole thing with, did you make eye contact?
1: I was looking straight at him. That and he glanced at me you, once, and, eye then he contact just, is, and then he just looked at his, his
0: steering wheel. Yeah, eye contact is the thing. For whatever reason, I have found, especially with young people, if you want to make your point very clear, make eye contact for as long as possible without blinking. In fact, right now, you and I are <laughs> staring eye to eye without blinking. Well, yeah, but it's, it's friendly. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, and, and that's and that's kind of my thing with. But, but I got to tell you, uh, I would never bother a kid for having a good time in the afternoon. Do a donut it's a on thing.
1: my street? Oh no, it's not going to happen, man. It's too noisy. My wife might be asleep. So, you know, it's crazy. We have got kids around here. They make a mess out of the street. No yeah, way. It's not going to fly right. on my street.
0: I let anything go during the day. It's it's usually around. So I think of it as like I do my own kids. Okay, eight o'clock you probably should be start heading to be wherever you're going to be. Nine o'clock you should be there. Ten o'clock you you know you either be where you're going to be or not. After ten o'clock, hanging around my neighborhood is not cool with me. <laughs> so then, and I don't want I don't want to say I'm the cop because I I don't call the police ever. I'm not that guy. I will never call the police on a kid or anything. I will either take care of it myself or completely ignore it.
1: Well, I have called the police a couple of times doing things that I couldn't take care of myself. There was once uh, I was walking down the street at night. It's probably about ten, and uh, my dog starts barking at one of my neighbor's driveways. I'm like, "What are you barking at?" And I I take a closer look, and it, it was so dark I couldn't see it initially. But there's a homeless person asleep in the driveway, <laughs> and I'm like, It's
0: not funny, but." Well, it's kind know. of funny. Yeah, what time of day was I, that? What's that? <laughs> was that in the evening?
1: Yeah, yeah. That was, like I said, it was 10. It was it was, it was so <laughs> oh, dark right. that I couldn't. I didn't initially see the person. <laughs> and I tried rousing him and saying, you know, you can't sleep here. And he just, he wouldn't move. Uh, he was like moving right. enough to know that I, he wasn't dead, but he just, I don't know if he was completely out of it or just didn't want to listen to me. So I said, okay, well, I'm not sure what else I'm going to do. So I called the police. Yeah.
0: Okay. That, I, I would probably consider calling the police under that circumstance. Now, I will tell you one time, I definitely did call the police. So, my mother-in-law is visiting. Oh, yeah, that's that seems like a good time to call the police. <laughs> so, my mother-in-law is visiting us, and I look across the street. I think I went to my car for some reason, or I was coming back, or I heard noise. Actually, that's what it was. I was talking in the kitchen and... And I hear some racket outside. And this is probably around, I don't know, three, four o'clock. In the afternoon? In the afternoon. Sorry, yes. I look across Kitty Corner, because I live on a corner. There I see all these guys getting out of their car fully armed. And I'm thinking... What kind of guys are we talking about here?
1: (laughs) And what kind of car are they getting out of?
0: A couple cars, right? So a car kind of like yours, a van, and a truck, right? And they all got... Sidearms, but they don't look like cops. Like they don't have the cool holsters. They're literally just pulling guns. Well, cops usually have li- these little things we call uniforms on. Well, undercover cops don't always. Okay. So my first thought was, okay, maybe they're like bounty hunters. <laughs> and then I thought, okay. And then I heard the foul language come out of their mouths when they started, you know, slamming on the door. And I'm like, all right, something's going down over there. And I didn't go outside. That, that's that's right. When guns come out, I don't. I usually walk the other way. Fair point. Walk because I know running causes attention to yourself. You. Whenever a gun comes, and it's happened to me many times, unfortunately, in my lifetime. Wow. Guns get broken out, and the next thing I find myself, I just turn around and casually walk away, like I'm heading to church. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's that seems like a pro tip for the day. I would say so. I think it saved my life at least twice. Anyways, so um, I definitely called the cops. The the disappointing part of this story is I called the police and the whole thing went down. They jammed the door open. These guys, some lady that lived there for a very short time, she just moved in there. She starts screaming back. I see something come out of the door and gets passed to one of the guys and they all get up and leave. This includes some of the guys, which I didn't bring up, that had jumped the fence of the Mm -hmm. backyard. I'm like, okay, something, something seriously just went down. And the cops came like an hour and a half oh, later geez. and like quite a few of them, but like an hour and a half, maybe longer. And I was like, I walked across the street and I said, uh, you guys missed it. Seriously. <laughs> and then well, what happened? And I go, well, I explained everything in the nine one one call I gave, but I can re explain it to you. And the guy's like, oh, okay. And then, uh, he hung out there for like 15 minutes, didn't knock on the door or anything. Huh. And then just turned around and drove away. Where's was the guy I talked to drove away. And then the other cop car left right away. And so I'm like, all right, it's a take care of yourself neighborhood. Wow. That is weird. And they, they have, the
1: police here have certainly been a lot different than that. They get here a lot faster and they usually want to talk to everyone.
0: Yeah. I I did have the police come for another issue. I could talk about some other time, but the police did come in a timely manner and were very helpful. So I don't want to disrespect or try to insinuate that I don't respect the police. I have no idea what the situation was. I mean, maybe they came an hour and a half late because they had the same situation down the street. I don't know.
1: Well, you called 911 and they responded if you call nine one and they say there there are guns on the street, they should respond fairly quickly. Yes, yeah, I would think so. But like, because when said, I when I called the homeless person and I, I didn't call nine one one, I called the the, the non emergency line, and they were there ten or fifteen minutes later. Yeah, and that's- which a, I think is you know reasonable.
0: Yeah, you have no idea where they're. But like I said, I, I have no like, idea why they didn't come. Like I said, they could have this exact same situation that happened fifteen minutes earlier, and so they were all somewhere else.
1: But you know, and, and again, I, I, that I don't consider ten or fifteen minutes to be fast. But no. this is, you know, but it wasn't a nine one one call, like I said. So, yeah. you know, I, I, yeah, that's all. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, Christopher. Now that we've got your initial thing out of the way, good morning.
0: How, how you been doing? Good morning, James. It's good to have you. Uh... <laughs> well, it's good to be here having coffee. There you go. Last week, or maybe it was the week before, you were talking about. American flags and American we're not flags. talking about flags flags like red white and blue and all that we're talking about state flags state flags so just really quick what flags do you seem to have the biggest problem with
1: I haven't gone through all of I am going through the flags one by one or two by two as as actually I'm actually going them going through them two by two because <laughs> I think if we did it one a week I think that would be too slow It'd be a year before we were done um, well, starting
0: out with an A. W- yeah, that's see. Okay, that's so, thing. I, I
1: decided I was just going to go through it alphabetically because even go. though it's alphabetical, it does seem kind of random because it's alphabetical. So but the first two I'm are. Not, I'm, not, I'm not starting with my favorite flags, my lace favorite flags, flags because I think you know I'd have to go through the whole list first and do a lot more planning. And then who wants to do planning?
0: But the the first two flags obviously
1: start with A. a Alabama and Alaska are the flags we'll be reviewing today. And there's just, you know, I noticed this is kind of weird. Uh, when you look at Alabama and Alaska, those are the two first states. I don't know, I don't know why I thought this was weird, but they only have the A vowel in them, both of them. And I thought that was kind of weird that two two out of the 50 states, that's not a lot of states <laughs> to choose from, and only A's? That seems a little suspicious to me. Alabama mm. has three, and Alaska has two. Maybe it's a Fonzie thing. A. <laughs> yeah, you know, don't, I don't want to talk about, I don't look, Yeah, every time you mention him, I just can't get out of my head that you, you think I look like Hen- Henry Winkler, the Fonz.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Henry Winkler. So I was watching Arrested Development, and I saw him, the other day, I don't know why my wife's watching the reruns, and I saw Great him, show. and I thought, "Oh my God, it's James!" Oh, you <laughs> son of a! Out, get out! So, Give me your coffee. Hey, Alaska! Leave, <laughs> leave your coffee
1: and get out. See the I, problem? Not that I, can I, we start I like with, Henry Winkler, but I just I look at him, and I, every time I see him, it's like his head is about thirty percent too big. Do You think so? Uh, no, I know so. You think it's just not a hair thing? And that's the thing. When I was watching. <laughs> Well, he does have stuff. He does have hair. And I I suspect when I'm his age, I will not have as much hair as he has. But (laughs) I remember growing up watching the happy days and, you know, he was supposed to be the cool guy. And when I was really young, I understood that. But as I got older, that became harder and harder to accept because... When you start understanding cool, it's really hard to see Henry Winkler as being cool. But it
0: was the fifties, right? So I mean, no, I'm look at not any enough. of the old like heartthrobs from bad. the fifties. You look at them today, you're like Did you, here's a perfect example. You can have crooked teeth in the fifties and still be considered. a a what do they call it? A teen. Uh, maybe if you're
1: if you're from England, maybe, but not from America.
0: Well, I shouldn't say crooked teeth, but not perfect teeth. Now, in order to be a teen idol, you have to have like the perfect. No,
1: teeth. no, I, I think if you're anybody, even if you're just on a reality show, you have to have perfect teeth. Yeah. If you, it It's so jarring now to see someone like us who don't have perfect quote normal teeth. They're, they're not. My teeth aren't completely straight. They're not completely flat. Uh, and they're not completely white. And if I showed up on TV like that, it would be noticeable. But because literally everyone else on TV has perfectly white, perfectly they straight teeth. They have apps teeth. for that now. <laughs> oh, I've used those apps. Believe me.
0: <laughs> so okay, I'm not talk done about yet, though. the big red X on Alabama. Okay,
1: we're going to get to that. But we've diverted now. We're, okay, on, we're on Henry, Henry, <laughs> Henry Winkler. So I was trying to explain, as as you grow up watching Happy Days, it gets harder and harder to see him as a cool person because he looks kind of like a dork and he is kind of like a dork, which is fine. And i wonder if that was bad casting because really that role should have been some hunk, some guy hunky, because he was supposed to be the cool guy in town riding his motorcycle around and being the mechanic. Now, I do wonder, though, if it was a bit funnier that he wasn't a big hunk. So for Happy Days as a comedy, it kind of works there.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because... Even though he's not the biggest guy People fear him in that show You're right there, That is kind of the humor of it Because he had the knack Like where he hit the music yeah. box And it went on And he would just say a couple things To the right people And all of a sudden They would back exactly. down
1: Exactly the, the kids Cunningham and whatnot Would get in trouble And there'd be these guys Looming over them And then Fonzie would walk up And he'd be like Hey Hey
0: And they would yeah. just like, Oh
1: Fonzie man Hey no trouble man No we're okay It's like you and a gun It's like you see Fonzie Coming down the street You walk the other way
0: Well I thought they were playing off And I, I don't want to well, I'm going to sound like it anyway. I thought they were playing off the whole Italian thing, you know, because Italian guys tend to be smaller guys. And uh,
1: I'll take issue with that. Thank you. <laughs> we have some big Italian. I can't think of any right now, but I'm sure they're big Italian guys. Uh, what's his name? Um, big actor.
0: <laughs> Anyways, Italians tend to be shorter than others. And I think they were trying to just play off that. I don't know if he's badly cast. No, no.
1: I, I, it's, it's, a, uh, it's a genuine question. I think you can look at it both ways. It would be, it would have been a different role if you'd, Cast a genuine hunk at the same time, you you've got a guy who clearly isn't that cool playing a cool guy, which is funny in and of itself.
0: But you got to admit, all the dorky guys were kind of dorky. But over the time, they I think in that show at the beginning they were all the same height, and then like Ron Howard and I don't even remember the other guys. Who all cares? Guys. <laughs> <laughs> they all got posse got ended up being the biggest guy.
1: Did he? I don't remember.
0: I always thought with just a little bit of exercise could probably wop all over everybody yeah. else. Anyways, I want to uh, hear about oh, the uh, big red I did. Can we just <laughs> I wanted to finish my diversion. One right.
1: one last point on the diversion. Bad casting. One movie that I never really understood all the way was uh, The Graduate with Dustin Hoffman. Um, what part did you... I didn't ever understood his casting for that. He'd look so out of place. And again, this is kind of the same thing where he's so out of place visually that it maybe makes sense with the movie. Maybe because, because he, she was
0: cute and he was pretty average.
1: Well, well, okay, here's the thing. He's supposed to be white Anglo-Saxon Protestant family. Like he's supposed to be the, you know, talk about white privilege. He's supposed to basically embody that. But he's conflicted. He's he's growing up in this time he doesn't understand. Well, it's, it's the a, 60s, right? Yeah, it's a weird time. So visually, he doesn't fit at all. Like even with his own family, he doesn't fit because, you know, he's Jewish and he doesn't look not Jewish. I think it's a great movie, but it just never, it never sat right with me. And then later, like years later, I heard the director talking about initially they were trying to get someone like Robert Redford, you know, all-American, Protestant, white, white Anglo-Saxon Protestant kind of guy who's big and attractive, like a hunk. For that role. And like when he said that, it clicked with me. It's like, oh my God, that movie would have made so much more
0: sense to Part me. Part of a, a role is being able to pull it off. I mean, you got to remember, an actor is a make-believer. He All he's trying to do is convince you that he is this person. And and Dustin Hoffman did a pretty good job of that. I Honestly, I was never convinced in that movie. I don't know. I watched that movie when I was a kid. And I've watched it a couple times I never could understand what the big deal about it was, other than the fact that you have a young guy going after a married woman. I get that part. That was kind of new and fresh for that time period. But other than that, I didn't see what the big deal about that movie was. Well,
1: I took the whole thing as a, you know, he was not understanding the American system. And, it, you know, it's a completely synthetic system. So it's natural, I think, if you think about it for a minute, that it's, you know, it's totally synthetic. So why why do you have to go in and follow these rules?
0: I do totally appreciate the end, that kind of goes the rule thing. Where they're just sitting on the bus and there's just, you don't really know what's going to happen.
1: I appreciate that too. But like I, what I'm trying to say is that once I got the idea that this should have, would, would have been cast with someone who physically looked like he fit into that element, it made so much more sense to me. And I think it for me, anyway, I think, when I watch a movie, I don't think about casting. Is that something you do? Uh, only if it stands out. In that and case, that one did. Oh yeah. It just made more sense. Like if you have someone rebelling against the system who looks like they're from the system, I think it would have been more powerful.
0: Rebel without a cause. So I don't, want to talk about that. Movie. All
1: right. That's James Dean, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: I, I was thinking about him the whole time there. we were talking about Fonzie. I was like, well, oh, what about James Dean? Oh, that, he's kind of a badass. Oh, hang and on a second. Yet small
1: are, and are you, are you suggesting that I look like James Dean? Uh, you can suggest that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving you an opportunity, except that he's um, blonde, right? He was blonde. <laughs> I'm not blonde. Great car, though, huh? Yeah, of course. All right, you want to talk about Alabama?
0: Well, the thing is, Alabama. I want your comment Alabama. on the big red X. I well, mean, first of
1: all, I have to correct myself Coming already. from a
0: designing point of view. We'll, we'll get to
1: that. I, just, I have to correct myself. I said they had three A's. They actually have four A's in Alabama and three three A's in Alaska. I can, I can count. A lot of A's. A lot of A's. Like four A's? Who has four A's in an name Or any word? That seems like over the top, <laughs> Alabama, as I smash my coffee <laughs> mug down on the table. Anyway, so let me paint you a picture of the Alabama flag. Okay. We start with a white field, and then we <laughs> slash it with two vertical lines, one from corner to corner and the other from the other corner. So it's basically a... Big red X on a white background.
0: <laughs> it is. Let's say not. Do you think something. they were trying to borrow the X from the British flag, and that's what they came up with?
1: Uh, there is actually some overlap there because, uh, well, uh, more recently they were trying to borrow it from the Confederate battle flag. That also makes sense. So, and this was uh, this was done in 1895. Was this flag was created? What year? 1895. 1895. So a little bit after, but not that far after the Civil War. So the the cross represents the cross of St. Andrew. I never really thought of the cross of Alexander Andrew. I never really thought of St. Andrew before too much, but then I was thinking about it, and the story goes, right, that he was getting crucified. I think I have this right. He was going to get crucified, but he said, no, 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 don't use the regular crucifix because that was for Christ. I'm not good enough to use the same crucifix. It's like, wait, 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 well, didn't wait. Didn't the Romans
0: wait? use most of the Romans crucified with an X anyway?
1: I know, but I think this is his, was his thing, and this oh, is okay. the, this is why it's the cross of Saint Andrew, is because he says he's not good enough to be killed the same way that Christ was killed, which seems like that's virtue signaling to a whole nother level in my book. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, guy, really? What? Does it really anyway? That aside, and also, I don't like this idea of using a religious icono- iconography on your state flag because in the United States we have this little thing called state and church and separation. Yeah, but not crazy about that. A state,
0: where does it say that? Because I got to tell you, that is just a cultural thing that I am, it doesn't, where does it say that?
1: First Amendment. Where? Uh, Should I get my constitutional book and look at the amendments? (laughs) Freedom of
0: religion is freedom from religion. Okay, so my opinion on the difference between Europe and the United States is exactly what you said. In Europe, you have freedom from religion. In the United States, you have freedom of religion. So that's the big difference, in my opinion, between European continent of Western world and our culture, all coming from this whole point of view that pilgrims at one time couldn't get their religion going on. They wanted to practice the way they wanted to practice over here, so they didn't have to deal with society. I guess. Well, let's let's, put, let's put on, on the, Puritan, the pur- Puritans. Years.
1: It wasn't just religious freedom; it was their crazy religious freedom. They they were a bit extreme. They were extremists for their day. Quakers gotta love the Quakers, but they were pretty extreme. I mean, they would go around looking to fight, but not fight, right? Because by they the were, way, we have anti- a Qua-
0: Quaker community here Do in we? Phoenix that people don't know about, and Mormons. Um
1: But I think you also have something wrong there freedom of religion is implicitly freedom from religion that and i think europe is freedom of religion and i
0: think people no, you go into you go into a school with a cross on your chest and they might ask you to take it off
1: there yeah there, there is a bit of that but i think people Here, underestimate that's against the law. i think yeah that's true i think people underestimate How religious Europe is. France and especially Germany are fairly religious countries. (laughs) Nothing compared to the United States. I totally disagree with you. You see,
0: I think you have a miss...
1: I'm not sure what I'm saying here.
0: What I'm saying here is that in Europe, I, I disagree with you. I truly believe religion is slowly being lost over there. It's very strong The 50 and above group. But once you get below 50, the amount of support for religious institutions starts to dissolve. And the younger you get, the more it's dissipated. You uh, you can hardly find it amongst young people. I've been criticized in Europe for even discussing... Christianity. I mean, it's just like, what's the big deal? It's, it's, it's all around you. And they're like, yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> just like, um, is it, is it really terrible? I mean, let's just face it. A lot of the things that go on here in the United States are because of religion. And the rest of the world is free by looking at the United States example of freedom. People have different definitions of freedom. And at least for until recently, we were the model <laughs> and it was all based on religion. Well, I don't
1: think it's all based on religion. But I think uh you might also be overlooking the fact that in the United States, religi- re- religiosity is also on the wane.
0: Oh, I'm not disagreeing with that okay. at all, but I'm just saying is that if you start comparing the two west I mean, no, 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 I, I always I know, considered but the from- United States the west part of Western civilization and Europe. I know they're the the center point of Western civilization, but the truth of the matter is they're so close to the East and Eastern philosophies. I think a lot of this stuff that they started is being lost. It's being forgotten. It's not as important Gosh, as it was. Not. I hope not. But I, I think even the I, definition of democracy is changing over there.
1: I, I think of Western culture, Western civilization as being, you know, like you primarily European driven, but, very strongly tied in and, and intermeshed with the United States. Yeah, I, I see it separating
0: all the time. Hmm. Anyways, red flag. Uh, yeah. Okay, so when I see that red flag, I, I think of nothing. <laughs> 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 I see it, and I go, <laughs>
1: Should You know, we should have had a trigger warning at the beginning of this. <laughs> Alabama, I'm sorry, we're about to offend your flag. So please forgive us. Don't forgive us. You, you get a better flag. No actually I will say this. It's a very strong graphical element. I, I respect it for that.
0: It's very clear and I there's some things is it like the painting with the big circle in the middle and like wow. <laughs> Which one is that? Well like in the 50s we started seeing cubism with you know and they would just have like a square and oh, some lines Malevich like very pressed. Well there's
1: Malevich cuz like a uh, and it was earlier than the 50s. I think it was 30s or 40s. I don't remember now. And I'm embarrassed to have my.
0: All right. It started in the 40s, but I mean, I think the pinnacle of uh, a dot in the center of a piece of canvas was the 50s. Strong,
1: simple uh, graphical elements I think are important in flags. I think one important aspect of a flag, and this isn't, it's kind of a silly way to look at it maybe, but if you're on a battlefield and you see a flag in the distance, you should be able to recognize which one you're seeing. So it should be strong enough so that you you can see and recognize which flag
0: is which. Like if you have two flags, and well, that goes onto the crest. And, and now that you what? brought that up, that flag kind of does look like some of the crests. Crests, you know, uh, like Seals? family crests or oh, crest. oh
1: yeah. Oh well, that's where flags come from, of flags. course.
0: And, and you're right, a white with two red stripes.
1: It's very graphically strong, so I'll give I'll give him points for that. I like that about it. <laughs> However, given
0: a point system.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I don't want to get too far into it because that, that's too much work. <laughs> However, when you look at the flag, is a big red X. And it seems like it's not very friendly. In fact, it seems like it's actively saying no. <laughs> Maybe I grew up too much with Family Feud where big red Xs were considered a bad thing.
0: Well, it's funny you say that because I was talking to a client the other day and they were saying, I want more icons. I want more icons for all the things that... Are on like my webpages and my, I'm like, okay, we can have a few icons. We <laughs> can't have everything be an icon. But you're right. The big red X means no, go uh, away. Uh, <laughs> yeah, family feud. Uh. Yes. <laughs> it's three It's not X's. a good look. Even even when you're playing baseball, right? Three X's means three strikes. <laughs> <Yeah>, that's <throughout>. <laughs> <true>. <laughs> and
1: The other thing, and this, I'm sh- this is just me reading into it. So this isn't a universal thing. But when I see it. It's such a strong element. So so strong basic elements. I kind of see four white pointy hats. (laughs) And especially. Shame on you. Especially for Alabama. That's not a good look.
0: (laughs) Oh, you're talking like, like looking up. Right? Well, it's and like radiating around from the sun. White pointy hats. Oh, that's terrible. Oh. You know, I just and can't a burning red myself. sky. Yes. <laughs> or, <laughs> or if you look at
1: 45 degree angle, it's a burning red cross. Yeesh. All right. Sorry. Wow. I really buried that one, didn't I? Uh, I oh, look, okay. Hey, however, another positive thing about it, I think this is another important aspect of the physicality of a flag, is that you should be able to sew it. It's very soulable, slow, and it's and it's very easily recognizable on a on a battlefield. Points for that, but on the on the whole, really, I'm sorry, I got to give you a thumbs down. Okay, but Alaska's friendly. I mean, Alaska, blue background. Alaska is a whole other story. Go ahead and describe it. It's got okay. the blue background, a dark blue, right? Dark blue, and it has I think six or seven stars, most of which form the Big Dipper. Very scouty, and one. <laughs> There's one large flag outside the Big Dipper, the largest star on the flag, which represents Polaris. I'm being being overly scientific. That's the
0: the North Star. The North Star. (laughs) That is kind of cool because a North Star, Alaska is at the very top of our continent. It's very top of our country. The star is supposed to be, in my opinion, it represents stability. So it's kind of a cool... The
1: Alaska Star has so much going for it because... That's exactly why they have those stars up there. It's to represent their they are the northern point of America.
0: I mean without Alaska we'd have no more gold and oil. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we have gold and oil all over the place
0: and we wouldn't have a vantage point from Russia. Well you couldn't you I'm wouldn't sorry, be able USSR. You
1: wouldn't be able to see Russia on a clear day <laughs> which you can do in some places in Alaska.
0: Right now no right I've heard that. I always think it's trippy that you can read in the past that one time you could walk from one continent to the mm-hmm. next continent on ice.
1: Now, the, and the, the difference between the roots of the Alabama flag and the roots of the Alaska flag couldn't be more different. I don't know, because this is the absolutely crazy thing about the Alabama, uh, excuse me, the Alaska flag, which was, let me, 1927 is when that was ratified.
0: Well, of course, it was much Lake oh, yeah, obviously state. it was much...
1: Yeah, it's not, it not that much later, do but it's later. To do,
0: do you think that's why it's a little more sophisticated because...
1: More pure motivations, let's be honest with it. So, the Alabama, i mean, the Alaskan flag came out of a competition from school children. You're kidding me. 700 entries, and this little kid, I think he... So let me say, got I think one, he was 13-year-old, Benny Benson, who was living in an orphanage because <laughs> he was an orphan, came up with that design, and he won that design, and they gave him a gold watch... I think it was Gold Watch, I don't remember. And a $1,000 scholarship. Was he a white kid? (laughs) He was half white and half indigenous. Okay, that's what I
0: was going to ask. Are you kidding
1: me? I mean, come on! (laughs) Give me a break! Could you get any
0: more Alaskan? No, I guess not. (laughs) Well, it's so funny. I don't know if it was 100 years apart or 50. When did you say uh, Alabama was? Started? Uh,
1: 1895 was when they ratified their flag. Okay, so it wasn't quite 100 years. Not even close. Yeah. Or uh, 30, sorry, 30. Anyway, math was for other people.
0: A lot could happen in a few years, and that 50 years must have made a big difference because I think about our history. what We talk about what happened in the 60s. Basically, one thing happened, right? Lots of things happened. I I should say one big changing thing happened. So the big thing from the 60s was, of course, the big civil rights bill. Bill.
1: That's one of the big things. And and, that was was just part of an ongoing struggle. Between
0: the time of Alabama and... And when a lot, a lot of things happened, we had women's suffrage. We had just gotten over the Civil War. Uh, I, I think- uh, th- well, what, so many th- I mean, the world looked completely different. I feel like every- We had cars coming, airplanes coming. I mean- it-
1: Yeah, I understand that point. But I, I think they represent their the culture of the place more than, than the times. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so just a little bit further depth on that flag. All right. So it's not just the Big Dipper- that that represents is also is
0: California's got that star. Don't
1: dr- <laughs> don't move on to California yet. No, uh, it's actually also represents the Great Bear, which is part of uh, constellation. Where's the big bear? Culture. I don't see it. Is part of the Big Bear. It's like the top part. So when they when oh he, you're when,
0: talking about the
1: constellation when Ben yeah when Benny Sorry. little thirteen year old Benny was talking about why he designed the flag like this. He designed it for the North Star, northern part of the United States. Uh, the blue was not only the the dark blue sky of the uh, of uh, the Alaskan, but it also represented one of their common flowers that they had there. So it was it's just so wrapped up in everything that is Alaska. Well, not I don't everything, see the but bear in there at all. All no, I see it's is understandable. that Big Dipper. It's understandable, but it, it it's represented in there, and okay. the creator says this. I mean, he says he looks up at that Big How Dipper old was every this kid? night. He was thirteen.
0: Okay, all right. <laughs> at least he was an orphan. So. <laughs> Uh, yes, he was an orphan.
1: What is that Living mean? in an orphanage. In well, Alaska? Well, his mother died and his father couldn't take care of him. So he sent him and his brother to the orphanage. Uh, I don't even want to hear this story. It sounds depressing. <laughs> well, it's depressing, but that's where, you know, the, it, I think it picks up when he wins the contest for, to, for the state flag. And it's just, the soul of Alaska is literally in that flag. He's not alive still, is he? No, he's not. Okay. He, I think he passed away in 1972. So... Let's wrap. Let's bring it home on the Alaskan flag. It is filled with soul. Unfortunately, hey,
0: I want to hear quickly about some of the things we missed. in the pre- Any follow-ups?
1: Hey, no, no, I'm not doing
0: it with flag, man. Oh, come on! I gotta give my a thumbs up or thumbs
1: up. I'm getting oh, it's, it's okay. a thumbs
0: up on the flag, but we'll start over with start caveats. Over. So. Tell me what your opinion is. Thumbs up or thumbs down on the Alaskan flag.
1: Okay. This is a little bit distra- I already d- think I distressing. Know. It is a thumbs up, okay. but with caveats, it's filled with soul. It's got the, as I said, it's got the soul of Alaska woven into its fabric. Okay. To so is, funny about, it. Okay, but, not but, about it. But, but, okay, but okay, when okay. looking, when looking at the flag, it's too dark. The stars are too small. There's not enough contrast. It doesn't, Again, if you're on a battlefield and you saw this from a distance, all you're seeing is a, a, it's just a big okay, blue so flag. You just can't see ar- it. This reminds me of artwork.
0: All right. You walk into a museum. No one gives you any background. You don't read any history. You look at the piece of art and you go, hey, that's pretty cool. Or that's ah, a piece of junk. Background story means a lot to you. It sounds like.
1: In flags it does because it's supposed to.
0: Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. But I mean, literally, literally
1: vexillology. <laughs> What's that? Vexillology. <laughs> Never heard of that. <laughs> it's the study of flags. Thank God you haven't, because that makes you a, <laughs> makes you a normal person. Oh my gosh. Have
0: a okay, so just a little thing. It's the holidays, and so every year I force my kids to watch Charlie Brown Christmas. Mm-hmm. And there's this one part in there where Lucy goes through all of the fears. I remember the first time. I kind of go, what are all these ologies? You know, when you, Uh (laughs) and now there's, there's like a handful of ologies that I know because of Charlie Brown. (laughs) And now thanks to you, I can add to my ology collection.
1: (laughs) I I don't know. I love the idea that your education comes from Charlie Brown.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Didn't my whole generation come from cartoons? Like,
1: no, Christopher, some of your generation, our generation actually went to school. (laughs)
0: yeah that's what they claim.
1: Of course I did have that tweet. actually, I think I put this on Instagram. Yes, I did put it on Instagram. I, I made the observation that Christopher read the entire encyclopedia and James just looked at the pictures.
0: <laughs> hey, um, you're about ready to tell a story about uh, you
1: just don't want to, you just want can't wait to get out of the flags. Can I you? can't wait. So, or what do you want to follow up? I don't have no, no, no. no. I want to no, hear okay. about what are you talking about? When
0: I got here today, you had said something about that was like half an hour ago. I don't remember that. Communication of what the definition of art is.
1: We did. Th- <sighs> <laughs> oh, you want to talk about the definition of art?
0: No, I want to talk about the story oh, that you were suggesting for that For the don't be, last like 3 minutes I'm trying to lead into it and you keep straying.
1: Don't be <laughs> subtle with me.
0: I don't understand subtlety. <laughs> like, we're talking about at art. my age. It's, t- it's art story time, James. I don't have
1: I don't have time for subtlety at my age. Okay. Okay, so tell your story. What happened? I was reading the news again this week and it turns out this is not the first time this happens. So I'm going to say this is, it has happened again, where a cleaning crew went through a museum and threw out, quote, the artwork, end quote.
0: <laughs> and, and let me just tell you,
1: I've heard this story in the past. This is a different story. All right. This so is a new story. First of all, where, where did it happen? This happened Don't
0: in tell me a- Alabama. LA. <laughs> where?
1: LA. Los Angeles. Really? California.
0: That kind of surprises me, but I doesn't guess they throw statues me. away. They can throw everything away. Looking <laughs> looking at this, quote, art, doesn't surprise me that someone well, would have thrown the, it out. What did, the, what did the exhibit or piece look like? Don't it tell had, me it was a white garbage can.
1: No. It had 88 tote bags hung up above and uh, across courtyard, and they started falling down. And when they fell down, the cleaning crew started throwing them out. <laughs> I'm shaking Actually, my head.
0: If you really love art, it seems like throwing it away could be definitely part of the living art exhibit it. <laughs> because I, you and I had a, many discussions about art in the past, and and they're never very long. But you've told me on many occasions, well, art evokes an emotion. So, mm-hmm. well, it's yeah, my yeah, laughing that's part of it? Because I laugh, and I find that humorous. Does that make it a piece of art?
1: <laughs> Comedy is a very Strong form of art, because <laughs> there aren't very many art forms that can have that much, can evoke that strong of a reaction. That is really, un, I think, underappreciated. <laughs> Same thing with food. You know, if you have a strong reaction to food, you, you know, you're blown away by the food and it just overwhelms you to some degree and you remember it and it gives you memories. That can, that's also a strong art form. Yeah, underappreciated. You're
0: right, you're right. All right, let's do follow-up. I, I want to hear your <laughs> follow-up. What do you yeah, have yeah, I know why I didn't that write down we have any follow missed up. in the past?
1: But yeah. I do have some old follow-up. All right, let's hear. At some point, we talked about Miami Vice, and I did a little bit of uh, digging into that, and I, I remember this from watching it, but I had forgotten just how many stars like genuine Hollywood stars
0: uh, went through that show. I have a question. You keep talking about Miami Vice. Was this a big part of your life? <laughs> it was notable. It was a terrible show, you but it was notable. a lot of them. I it mean, was... I watched it periodically, but it wasn't like my thing.
1: When I was growing up, I was watching it pretty much every week. Because I,
0: I would watch it. I know this is lame. I would watch it to see what the guys were wearing. That's a fair point. I mean, <laughs> half of the show, really. The and I'm talking the first fifteen minutes, maybe five minutes. I'm like, I'm out of here. Yeah,
1: that's probably that probably would have been a better better way to go. But the cars, the just the whole aesthetic of the thing was you love so the 80s. strong. I
0: think you love the 80s.
1: I think the more you I think, think Billy about Squire it. Squire the other day, the 80s. <laughs> was a remarkable period of our, of our history. There's so much happened, so much artistic creativity and so much commerce and everything else Just everything started in the eighties. When did Apple start the eighties? All right. All right. When did Billy Squire start (laughs) the eighties?
0: I'm not a fan of Billy Squire. I I, I, I I don't recognize him. (laughs) And I know you like, okay. (laughs) Okay. I will tell you out of all the eighties, um, Van Halen stuck out as a big influence for me personally, but for the most part, the '80s was kind of like—I don't remember. Not much happened. It was all just a big blur. Nothing remarkable. Like, oh my
1: gosh, I can't believe you think that. What? What what was the important decade? I I don't didn't live through the '60s, so I don't remember the '60s. But you know, I was born in the '70s, and the '80s hit like a freight train.
0: I think. The only
1: thing that happened in the 80s was cocaine and uh, Wall Street and music. I mean, the music, and the movies, the movie, like every year there was like the top 10 movies were amazing movies. You like, had give me Empire Strikes Back. Oh, oh, but you had Raiders of the Lost Ark. Okay. You had Ghostbusters. I, I could go on because I can't, I can't remember. The, Raiders just, of the Ark, I'll
0: give you that. The 80s may have been the golden age of film. And see, I don't agree with you with that there was a period I remember I was watching Three Men and a Baby and I left the theater early and I went on a no watch movie strike for three <laughs> years. No, three years. I wouldn't watch a film. I go, I'm so tired of going to the because I was a big movie buff. I'm so tired of going to the movies and seeing crap.
1: Well, I will make a list of great movies from the 80s, and then we can compare decades. But even the music was
0: pretty mediocre.
1: I think the music was amazing, and I think it also showed more creativity than we've seen before or were, since.
0: The 80s was all right. It was, it was all over was the just, top. No, it, was it, was just over the, it was all over the map. All what had happened in the past? Cool stuff that happened in the 60s. Disagree. Everything that was cool about the 80s was left over from the 70s. I oh. mean, even punk was the greatest thing in the early 80s, but it was just a cruising on whatever was built during the late 70s. I mean, everything. But yeah. Disco. Cause we need a disco. Disco was disappearing. I, I'll give you Thank the 80s. God. That was a, that was a plus. <laughs> that was a plus. Women singers were coming out and rocking. And, and I have nothing against women singers, but I just thought.
1: There was still great, There was a lot of, from my perspective, a lot of great rock from the 70s. And I think more sort of Rocky rock from this. That sounds bad, but not not hard rock, but like soulful and sort of base level, this is rock from the 70s, but the 80s opens it up more. I mean, it's, it's not like- I can't um, think
0: of anything that really great came out of the 80s. Billy
1: Joel is more 70s than 80s. He's both, but his 70s work is probably- and yeah. I, I can look at an artist and I can certainly see an argument that rock was- <clears throat> The
0: 70s were better for uh, like a- a core, but there a core are a couple rock. of exceptions, like I said. I brought it, Van Halen. I think Van Halen was still coming out with a couple of good things. Still, heavy metal came out in a new way, which I loved because it was right along. It was like the the next step after punk, I guess. <laughs> I no, I don't know if it's a, diff- it's I mean, a different. It's Metallica step. came out, right? I mean, <laughs> oh, thank God! <laughs> I love Metallica. Now,
1: I am biased against Metallica because Why? when I was working in Minnesota at a bike shop. I can't remember which album it was.
0: Something all about good.
1: Mm, okay. <laughs> yeah, Maybe right. it was good. Maybe the first three times I listened to it was like okay, that's kind of interesting. Not my kind of thing, but I can listen to this. But my Master boss puppets. I but mean? my boss at okay. the time was Metallica fan, to put it mildly. So, enter Sandman. Was that a album or was that a track?
0: That song was a. Amazing song. They still play it from time to time. Okay, that's fantastic. They had the little kid at the The beginning. The problem
1: is, (laughs) I I think it was that album. My boss played it over and over for weeks. Weeks. (laughs) Whatever I may have thought about Metallica, and certainly they they didn't make themselves any more popular, in my view, when they went to Congress and and talked about copyright. But whatever else, you can't listen to a piece of music like that for weeks on a time no, for not. eight hours a day, and expect to not be completely disgusted. Okay, about well, then
0: it. that brings me to point. Right, so there are songs that come out of the sixties and seventies that you could listen to over and over again and never get tired of. And in the eighties, I'm sure everything I had its time. <laughs> yeah, like oh, I've, I've, oh my god, when are they moving to the next song? I'm, I'm done with this one. You I'm gonna.
1: What? I think I'm gonna have to make like the top list of the eighties accomplishments. <laughs> this may have been on our first episode. We right, talked... We talk. Right.
0: We talk, I, we talk I, I, I want to apologize for our first episode we did not know what the heck we were doing hey hang on a second
1: I'm sorry I completely forgot welcome to our 10th episode extravaganza
0: there we go woo yay made it to 10
1: (laughs) we'll make it to 11 I promise we
0: had discussed possibly what videotaping didn't we yeah should we still do that that seems like a lot of work (laughs) look forward to our 12th podcast where we just might for sure podcast so live. So
1: not the eleven Live. You get out of here. Forget about that. Well, there's about something that.
0: about a dozen. Okay. I think dozen is like a magic number. 10 is kind of cool, but once upon a time, I used to go to the gym. <laughs> I never did 10 of anything. It was always, you got to do 12. <laughs> the 10 is like what you're supposed to do. Eleven is just doesn't even count. It's just one more. But if you do a (laughs) dozen of something, you're so weird. You're (laughs) serious? Am I wrong? You are wrong. You're just (laughs) weird. You're not only wrong. You're weird. What else we got?
1: Uh, As I as I was mentioning way back in, I think it was episode one. We talked about the Yugo for whatever reason. Oh no, crummiest little car. But uh, I found I found a picture of it that was just. I I
0: saw that picture. You had it. Oh, is this about episode one again?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. This was a follow-up. I just wanted to follow up because the Yugo, I think I love that car now. You want one? I want that car, the one that's in the show notes. Because what year was that? Oh, that was in the eighties, of course. I don't remember what
0: uh, year it was. <laughs> Once again, the eighties. Just it's awesome. No, at skateboarding, I think skateboarding was like at the top of the world in the eighties, and it represented all hmm. that the eighties is. And I don't that know. is, you just stand on nope. a board, you give one little push, and you just ride. Oh yeah, there's no effort that needs. Oh to be no no put no! It.
1: That's totally what skateboarding is about. De-
0: do you not understand skateboarding? As a, as a Californian,
1: you should have a little better understanding I of it. I had a monstrous half pipe in my backyard. Also, I think Monstrous. I think skateboarding was more of a nineties thing. I think it peaked in the nineties. Now it was strong oh, really? in the eighties, but I think I
0: could be wrong about that. No, but I think no, you it, might be right. I, I guess I mean Thrasher magazine. I mean in the eighties. <laughs> that's all I can think about. In the nineties, I'm ah, Thrasher Magazine, whatever. But no, like in the eighties, you everybody, may have grown, if you have grown had, out. Of if it. you were a kid and you had everybody that I looked forward to purchasing Thrasher magazine. Do kids even buy Thrasher? Do they even have magazines? I don't know. <laughs> Do kids read magazines?
1: I would think not. They have YouTube. Why would they read a magazine? Uh, there's a plus. <laughs> well, I don't think so. I think you, I think magazines are more are more beneficial than YouTube. You get deeper into topics.
0: Well, James, my coffee's almost done. I'm ready to to rock and roll.
1: <laughs> that sounds yeah. I'm kind of I'm kind of exhausted too. Right. Thanks for coming over, man.
0: Hey, You have a good rest of the day. don't Won't you come on out? It's making light, light and bright for you, Sleepy head Don't you see me? Take a boo Don't you feel me? It's morning dew. All I want, yes, is a cup, yes, a very large cup, yes, in my hand, yes, a large cup, hot, warm, oh, cup. It's not tea, and it must be dark, dark brown. Oh, it, it may from a brown, make it hot, make it hot, make it very, very hot. Coffee.